can we implement a coaching program in your business that will help to develop the right people, also to to develop the people who are maybe not looking to move in or move up through the organization, but also to give people who are looking to move up the right amount of time to develop the right skills, not only to do the job, but also for them to feel like they can do the job. I'm Andy Jones and welcome to the Hospitality Leadership Podcast, where it is my mission to help simplify leadership in hospitality. Join me as I explore insights and concepts to help you excel in the fast-paced world of hospitality leadership, from the latest industry trends to the best practices for managing teams, driving growth and making life much easier for you. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is a must-listen for anyone looking to take their hospitality leadership skills to the next level, whether new to the leadership or seasoned pro. We break things down into simple, step-by-step strategies that are actionable and help you lead your people and business with purpose. We help hospitality leaders like you balance the demands of their guests, their staff, and their bottom line. Listen in as industry experts and successful leaders uncover their knowledge, experience, and strategies they have used for success and gain insights to lead with excellence in the hospitality industry. Let's get started. So welcome to this follow-on Friday episode of the Hospitality Leadership Podcast, where we take a concept, idea, or thought from our episode earlier in the week and expand on it and just have a little bit of a deeper look at what we mean or what our guest meant. And this week, we are referring back to our episode with David Chenery, the founder of Object Space Place, which is an interior architecture business, specifically about fitting out hospitality businesses and making sure that their interior spaces are meeting what they are what they are intending. So in today's episode we're going to expand on a point that David brought up and and that is that simply when we're looking at sustainability actually the most sustainable route really is to not do anything. So we're going to get into this absolutely brilliant point really because it's it's something that we may not always consider but we're going to get into this after we get back from thanking our sponsors running a hospitality business is hard enough and the last thing you need is to worry about staffing problems from one day to the next have you ever found yourself frantically trying to find cover when an employee calls and lets you down what have i told you there's a solution to this very problem with Rotocloud, the people management platform, you can make managing your staff a breeze. With 24-7 access to the Rota for both managers and staff, they can easily notify you of any problems with their upcoming shifts, and you can even set up so that employees can arrange their own cover. Say goodbye to the headaches of staffing problems and hello to the ease of Rotocloud. Start your free 30-day trial today and get your shifts together with Rotocloud. So this concept that David brought up in the episode of actually the first port of call that you should look at is, do I need to do anything at all? And and the context was that we were talking from a sustainability standpoint. So the most sustainable thing we can do is to not do anything at all. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we stay still or don't develop our concept or don't develop our interior space. 
But actually, is there a way that we can achieve our goal without actually doing anything? Maybe changing around how we do things. But actually, when it comes to, say, your fit out or any other, any sustainability related uh, initiative, can we do it without actually expending time, energy, other resources to achieve a close or if not the similar result? But this concept really extends beyond just sustainability and that we see it a lot that we strive to try and achieve something if we want to. It's almost like that we expend energy for the sake of, of effort and being busy and when really the best solution is to not do anything or at least do very little towards you know, whatever the goal is. But certainly from from a sustainability standpoint, even when we start looking at disposable cups or cutlery or takeout packaging, there's always this, this urge to jump at something. And certainly working with people as a coach, you can, it's trying to get people to think of and this is where the, the benefit of coaching really comes in, is exploring the solutions that are available and not just jumping at this, you know, the shiny object, the first obvious route. Yes, we need to, as as entrepreneurs, we have to be able to make decisions quickly and move with them and, and you know, try and try and take advantage of opportunities. But there's there's huge power and huge business benefits to exploring all of the options and what what is in front of us as as operators that is a benefit but not necessarily an expense or you know a resource consumer so really it's a mind shift change and when we think about it in a leadership perspective very similar things happen for us in leadership. We have team members that are, you know, either they're wanting to move up in the organization or are they, I don't know, they need additional stuff to do their job, whether it's tools, ingredients, or even more pay. And and we are very, we are very, we put a lot of effort into being seen to be taking that action and doing something. But there's times where it's more beneficial to the organization as a whole that we don't do anything. And a prime example of that is, you know, if we're looking, if someone, say one of your star employees is is wanting to move up in the organization, is wanting to develop, wanting to grow themselves we need to take a a look at the bigger picture. So could we be moving this person up through our, our organization too quickly and they end up getting burnt out or, you know, it's not quite how they'd envisaged it themselves. And then they need to try and, you know, essentially what happens is they'll move on to another, another business. But for us as leaders, we need to take a a long hard look at the the situation of a whole and actually say what is the most sustainable 
option for our business in this case of promoting this person. And really it's about keeping them in their position for now, but without, you know, but making sure that we have managed their expectations because we want them to develop where they are to make sure that when they do take that step up to go into, a, you know, a promotion, whether it's into a restaurant manager or location manager or whatever it is, that they are ready for that. And a really big part of that is actually having your own internal coaching framework that you use with your business. I'm going to get into that next. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Rotocloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Used by more than 4,000 businesses, Rotocloud saves managers time spent on admin, helps businesses save on labor costs, and makes life easier for your staff. Try it for free for 30 days by visiting thecafehustle.com forward slash Rotocloud. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast by Cafe Hustle Hospitality is also supported by Espressly. Espressly is the solution you need for a mobile ordering app. With customers expecting access to businesses everywhere, a mobile app is crucial. Espressly offers you a branded app that seamlessly integrates with other brands, including Square. Give your customers and staff a high-quality mobile ordering experience like bid budget operators and chains. Don't miss out. Visit thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly to see what's possible. So one of the parts of what I have done in, in my previous roles is to is that I have always been a leader who is not necessarily led by telling people what they need to do or how they should do it, but actually from a position as a coach, really, a coach and a mentor. That's how I see my leadership. It's about how we can develop people across the organization. And this is not necessarily only the the people that we want to move up in our organization or to develop ourselves, but even people who don't necessarily have promotion aspirations still want to be developed in, in their role that they're, they're in currently. And what this does is if we can do that, if we can create, you know, if we can coach our people rather than manage them and direct them, what this does is it creates an independent thinking hierarchy. And what the the opposite is that it's a dependent hierarchy that, you know, lower workers depend on the instruction and advice of more senior leaders. And what that does is you find that people go into their shell, they don't, they're, they're afraid of making decisions, decisions take longer, customers are less happy. Whereas what we want is a really dynamic, motivated uh, bunch of staff that are able to use their initiative. And a, a big part of doing this is that we implement coaching as a key part of our leadership strategy. And, and that's something that we cafe hustle hospitality can help you do in your businesses to set up a coaching an internal coaching program really of how you can learn the skills of coaching and then develop key people in your business to promote them or to allow your leaders of teams to develop people in a way of how they think how they can uh, interact with the workplace more independently of your managers or their leaders and 
again, another benefit of that is that you start to have, your managers start to have more time to do things because they're dealing with less operational issues because your staff are managing those things themselves. They're making decisions. We're setting the parameters. You can set parameters the, and limits that your staff can deal with issues and, and the range of options that they can use. But we don't want them to come to the manager every time there is an issue. Yes, by all means, they need to be informing the manager, but we want to create a, an environment where people are thinking for themselves. But where this comes from is, can we implement a coaching program in your business that will help to develop the right people also to to develop the people who are maybe not looking to move in or move up through the organization but also to give people who are looking to move up the right amount of time to develop the right skills not only to do the job but also for them to feel like they can do the job Another issue you see is people move up and they they perform to the standard that's expected, but themselves they don't feel like they are performing to that uh, to that what they expect. And as Tony Robbins says, it's usually unhappiness, and I'm paraphrasing here, but unhappiness or disappointment is the difference between expectation and reality. And if we can get our managers, our super, our people that we're going to, uh, the supervisors who are going to bring up into, say, a management position, if we can marry up their expectations with what they can actually achieve, we have happier employees, employees that are going to stay with us longer or happier in their roles. So these are all key considerations that come into how we can create or help create a coaching culture. It's a coach. It's a culture of coaching is what we're looking to achieve in your organization that allows you to one select the right people to move up your organization two identify the people who are not necessarily right for your business and that maybe we need to look for alternative roles or say potentially an alternative organization for them to work in that's another thing and also the people who are content with where they are because not everyone is driven and ambitious and wanting to to be at the top of an organization. You need to, this is a whole part of that process. You need to identify the right people, identify the right roles, make sure they're in the right roles, or at least developing themselves in a way that will get them into the right roles for the organization, its strategy, and its long-term goals. So that's really important parts of people development, business, you know, you need to future-proof and and make your business more robust. So you need to have, you need to have succession plans. So who, if this person was to leave, who is in line to succeed them and, and, you know, develop into that role. And that's something you need to start doing now. No matter the size of your business, you need to be able to have people who are happy where they are, happy to develop and happy to be promoted it up the organization should the situation arise. The last thing we want to be doing is bringing people in constantly from the outside. We need to have that conveyor belt of talent, which is moving up our organization, available all the time. And, and mindfully, you have to be developing them now. 
so that when that gap does come, they're able to to step up, they're able to help the organisation and they they feel confident that they can do that. So a few ideas here. I know it's almost, you know, David's point around doing nothing is actually really extends to a coaching programme is where this episode has gone. But what I'm trying to say is this coaching programme allows you to identify the people, identify the skills. And at that point, you can then decide who you need to actively move up the organization or who needs to, as in, you know, bring it back to David's point, not do anything, stay where they are, but to develop in the background so they are ready to move up in the near future. That's that's something that we tend to overlook. Uh, a, a lot of organizations overlook their succession plan. I know I can count, well, I only have one of my previous employees, employers, when I was, I was working for people that actually had a, a genuine succession plan. Some of them don't always, uh, wouldn't always stand up to the test of reality. But again, something to really consider, regardless of your size, and especially you need to do this if you are looking to scale your business. Because if you are not doing this and you're wanting to scale your business, you could come up against some pretty pretty serious roadblocks in the very near future. Again, if you want help in your business developing a framework or a culture of coaching, how we can develop your people through your organization, drop me an email at andy at thecafehustle.com. We can get you set up with a discovery session, a strategy session where we can tease out some of the areas that you need to look at in your business and uh, and then yeah we can we can set up working as a partnership with cafe hustle hospitality we'll get that implemented for you anyway i hope you've enjoyed this episode next week on the podcast we have got the amazing sean walshef joining me on the podcast he is a real a real driving force behind digital hospitality and telling your story so make sure you subscribe to the podcast don't miss that because it's going to be a really great episode. Until next week, I hope you have a great weekend and I look forward to welcoming you back to the Hospitality Leadership Podcast. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. You can plan and share rotors, record annual leave, generate payroll reports and more anytime anywhere. Start your 30-day free trial today by heading over to thecafehustle.com forward slash road to cloud.